Welcome to Disney My Way, your home for all things Disney. Here's your hosts, Lane and Cheyenne. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Disney My Way, episode 14. I'm Lane Vifkoven. And I'm Cheyenne Taylor. So Cheyenne is officially back on the podcast this week. Cheyenne, all of our fans, I th- I'm sure, missed you. We're glad you're back from vacation. Thank you so much. As much as I loved being at the beach with my in-laws, I miss talking Disney with y'all. Well, we get to do that again today. And we have a very fun guest joining us as well. She's been on before, but now she is back. And that is Miss Maddie. Maddie, how are you today? I'm good. Thanks for having me again. Of course. We're so glad you're back on. And Maddie was the one who created our fabulous new logo. So we're very appreciative of her for that. It looks great. We have our new Facebook page and Twitter page up with those logos on it. So they look awesome. And today we are going back to something we did a couple weeks ago with my mom, Disney Dana, which is we are going to a park and we're going to be listing off some of our favorite things at that park. Cheyenne, let's tell the good people what park we're going to today. So today we are going to Epcot. I love Epcot. Now, if you've listened to the episode before where we rank the Disney parks, you know where I stand on Epcot, but you don't know where Cheyenne and Maddie stand on Epcot. So Maddie, we'll start with you on this one. What are your thoughts and feelings about Epcot as a whole? So I, growing up, never really went to Epcot. My family was much more of a Hollywood Studios, Magic Kingdom type family. Um, So it wasn't until recently I actually got to experience it. And, I mean, I think it's really fun. I think more than the attraction side is all the things they offer, such as, like, the Food and Wine Festival and then... Especially the stuff they do at Christmas time. At Christmas time, they have, I don't know what it's called, but at each country, they have a different cookie. Or this is at least what they did last year. They had a different cookie, so you could go try the cookie that, like, represented that country. Um, So that was, like, one of the things they offered that was really cool. Yeah. And Cheyenne, what are your thoughts on Epcot? So I've only been to Epcot, I think, twice Um, but I mean, I really like it. I like trying new foods. My thing is that I'll try anything once. So I like trying the different foods and the different drinks. And again, I'm not much of a ride person. So Epcot's pretty nice where it's more of those experiences. However, because I haven't been as much, I'd have to say it's pretty low on my list, like of the four parks. But with all of this new stuff that they're doing and all these changes they're making, it could very well pop up to the top because I'm super, super stoked about some of the changes that they're making. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll highlight some of those a little bit later in this episode. But I kind of agree with both of you. It's definitely a park that I think I appreciate more now that I'm older because it is a little bit lighter on the attraction side. And so that kind of made this list a little bit harder to kind of pick some favorite things on because I am more of a ride person. And so for me with Epcot, you know, it was kind of harder to divide this out and, and think, 
uh, what attractions do I really like more than the other? Because the few that they have, I actually like most of them pretty well. So, but we'll get into it. And so here's how we're going to kind of divide this up a little bit. So we have Future World, World Showcase, and then some of those future projects that Cheyenne was kind of talking about. And in Future World, they are now splitting it up into some different sections. So there's World Celebration, World Discovery, and World Nature. So we'll be giving a favorite from those. And then we'll move on to World Showcase, where we'll talk about you know, anything in there that we really like, a favorite restaurant, attraction, or favorite country. And then we will end by talking about some of those future things that are going to be happening and kind of giving some thoughts to what we're the most excited about Epcot adding soon. And for me, Epcot is a park that I think a lot of people are down on right now because of all the construction that is happening. And it's a park that a lot of people consider now more of a half day park. I don't know how either of you feel about that statement, but for me, it is a little sad because I don't think it's always been that way, but just because of some of the things that have happened recently with everything having to go up. And then of course COVID happened. So the construction got really slowed down. It has made it more of a park that you can't really stay at all day. There's just not as much to do, but we'll go ahead and get into it and we'll start with future world and the world celebration area. So just for maybe some of our friends who don't really know what's in this area, it is Spaceship Earth, the Imagination Pavilion with Journey into Imagination, Imageworks, the Pixar and Disney Film Festival, Project Tomorrow, and then the Odyssey Event Pavilion. So Cheyenne, we'll start with you. In this section of Future World, World Celebration, what was your favorite thing that you picked? So I'm a classy, classic kind of lady. I really like Spaceship Earth. I just think it's really cool. It's really neat. Um, obviously, I like all the others. Like, I love Figment. I rode Figment, and I was so excited. But I think if I had to pick one... It would be Spaceship Earth. I'm actually kind of surprised you didn't pick Figment because I know how much you talked about how much you liked that ride when we were last together in the parks. And so I was kind of thinking you would lean more Journey into Imagination. But that is that is interesting. Spaceship Earth is a classic. It's great. And I'm ex- I am excited about some of the changes they're going to make to that. But I'm glad I got to ride the ride that I grew up with, which is this version the OG right now. And so, yeah, so I'm glad that I got to kind of ride this one before they changed it off. So, but yeah, very good choice. Cheyenne. I like that. Maddie will move on to you and we'll see what your pick is for this section. So I think my, favorite part of this section is probably the Pixar and Disney Film Festival. Oh, okay. I I love that part. I didn't even know that was a thing until um, like multiple times after I actually started going. It's kind of hidden, but I loved it. Like the shorts before the movies, I think are just so clever and they're so fun to watch. 
I think it's one of the things like people sleep on or they just like straight out don't even know about, but it's so, it's so cool. Yeah, no, I think that's a very interesting choice to make. Of course, that pavilion or that little section has gone through a lot of changes. It was Captain EO for a long time. It was also, I remember when I was younger, it was Honey, I Shrunk the Audience, which I remember as a six-year-old not enjoying that show. There's a lot going on in there. But then as an adult, I watched Captain EO. And I don't know if I can say I really enjoyed that one either. I'm a huge Michael Jackson fan. But that was just a little bit too weird for me. And so that theater has kind of gone through a little bit of a a weird history. But yeah, I think that's a great addition to that. Adding that little short film festival in there makes it a lot of fun. So the thing that I picked for this area, I did pick Spaceship Earth. And I agree with you, Cheyenne, for all those reasons. And like I said and added on, I just love that show. It's kind of the show I think I've grown up with. That's the one I remember the most. I know it's gone through a lot of changes, but the current ride is what I remember. But I think I'll also give a shout out to Figment because Figment is my dude. I love Figment. If you ask my mom, she would probably think that this would be what I would have picked in this section. I just think that ride is so much fun. I know it gets a lot of flack for especially the people who went to the original Epcot for them taking away Dreamfinder and all those good things, but I don't care. I love it. I love that little purple. I, I love that little dude. He's he's such a funky little dude. I think I'm, he is the best. It is a crazy ride. And he is, a, he can't, I can see where some people do find him annoying. But yeah, I just love him. I just love him to death. But we'll move on now to World Discovery. And World Discovery definitely does not give us as many options here to choose from. In fact, it gives us two. So we have Mission Space and then Test Track. So, Maddie, we'll start with you on this one this time. Out of the two options we've been given, would you pick Mission Space or Test Track? I think I would definitely have to go with Test Track out of the two options. The other one's good, but I get motion sickness, so I definitely can't do it. Preach, girl. Not even going to lie. I've never done Mission Space. Shut up. Nope, Are you serious? I did the yeah. simple version and it was like torture. <laughs> yeah, it was just, it, I've heard such bad things about it. And then even with the green version, which I was kind of more willing to try when I went in August with all the COVID stuff still going on, even though Disney was definitely the more safe place I could have been, I was not going to get into a really tight room and and risk that even with all the safety things. Maddie, you have anything else to add? Yeah, I mean, I was just going to say, don't get me wrong. People who love thrill rides and like want that extreme experience, I would say probably out of all the Disney stuff, like that's the most extreme you can get. So, I mean, if that's what you're going for, I think that ride is definitely it, but it wasn't, it wasn't for me. That's not the vibe. Yeah, it's not what I was going for. Yeah, if there was a ride I think could definitely use a change, like a big overhaul, I think I would not feel bad at all if they decided to remove that and change it with something else. So obviously I'm also in agreement with Test Track. I think Test Track is one of the best rides at Epcot, if not kind of in Disney. I know it's changed too, 
And some people don't like this newer version because it's more of just a big ad for Chevrolet. But I think it's really fun. I like that you can design a car and you can put it through the different things. It's so interactive and it's so immersive the entire time. And I just love that about the ride. So I'm also going with Test Track on this one. Cheyenne, are we going to make it three for three or do we have a vote for Mission Space? Not Mission Space, baby. You would. (laughs) I have to be difficult. I've never done the orange version. I am a big old baby. I can it took me it took me an hour to just get on the green version cuz I was like nope, nope, can't do it. But I love it. I think it's so neat. Um but to be fair, I've never done test track. Because whenever oh, okay. I go, it's always that like 2 hour wait. Gotcha. And I'm like Honey, Trent, do you want to do it? And he'll be like, nah. Because, like, I would wait if he wanted to. But, you know, there's other things that we want to do. Yeah, um, no, that makes sense. And it's so, it's usually got a lot of problems to run it. Oh, I love that. Perfect. Like, it, well, not in a bad way. It's just, like, the typical, <laughs> ma- out of all the rides, for some reason, that ride has a bad history, of, especially recently, of if it goes down for, like, they need to fix something on it. It's going to be down for a while. It's not it's down for the day type. type. Yeah, exactly. And so I can see that part, that part of it, why that would kind of take away from it. I do. I will say this, though. I usually go through that one on single rider much more than I do standby just because I've done the car thing so many times. If I feel like I can skip it, I'll just go through single rider. And that's usually a much shorter wait because there's not always going to be groups of six that'll get on there. And that's what those cars can hold. I know right now they're probably not doing that with social distancing, but with that ride being one where it's so easy to not get an even number every time I feel like standby or not standby single rider goes by really quick. Cheyenne, do you have some more to add? Yeah. My biggest thing is that the first time I ride something, I want to ride it like Trent and I ride it together or whoever I'm with, we ride together. Like when we did smugglers run the first time we did it together. But then after that, I was like, okay, whatever, let's do single rider because you want to get that experience. But I'm terrified that I'm going to pee my pants or want to buy a Chevrolet car. And so I'm going to need Trent. There is that like accountability. Oh my gosh. If you bought a Chevrolet car at a theme park, you're using your merchandise money on the on the wrong thing. <laughs> I love merch. What can I say? Well, you would definitely be leaving with a big piece of merch. I'm just gonna say that. But I I get that. And I think for this ride, it would be good to go through that standby line for the first time to get that whole experience of making the car in the lab and doing that whole thing. I think you're right. The first time you ride it, you definitely need to go through and do all that. But once you've done it, it becomes much easier to convince yourself just to do single rider. But we'll move on from world discovery to what is now going to be called world nature. So here is what is in world nature. We have the land pavilion, which has awesome planet and movie living with the land and soaring around the world. And then we also have the seas with Nemo and friends, which has shockingly 
the seas with Nemo and friends, and then turtle talk with crush. And then of course there's a lot of different aquariums in there too, that you can go and visit. Cheyenne, we'll start with you on this one out of everything in world nature. What would you pick as your favorite? So I think this is probably my favorite area of um, Epcot. This was the hardest one for me to decide because I love Nemo. I love the aquariums. I loved the turtle talk with Crush. I know that it's for children, but I thought it was just so nifty. But I think that my choice has to be Soren, with an honorable mention to living with the land. That's interesting. I thought you would have picked living with the land, like hands down. I just, I thought about it and like the overall experience, the, um, oh snap. What is the line called that you stand in? The queue. How did I forget that? (laughs) I wanted to say clue, like the board game. Anyway, it's late. Um, but the queue line, the they have um, a trivia game on the Disney app that you can play. And the smells, oh my gosh. I just, I could ride that all day long. That ride definitely is one of the best at being so immersive. Like, just with the whole screen. I will say, the new video with the whole bendy Eiffel Tower... And pretty much everything in that movie being so, I don't know, what's the right word for it? Distorted? Wonky? Yeah, I mean, that kind of throws me sometimes. But yeah, with the smells and everything, it is so good at just capturing you into that. Although, the one downside to that ride, and it's the only bad thing I can say about Soren, is that if you're not in those first two rows... Sometimes if you're in that last row, you get a little bit gypped. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, it's it's not as good as if you're in the first two. Mm -mm. Because again, with that, Disney's really good about that immersive experience. But I feel with Soren, they kind of drop the ball a little bit. Like, because if you are not in those first two rows, like... Or if you're, like, over on the edges, you get the bendy Eiffel Tower. You get the feet dangling in front of you. Like I feel like they could maybe like with their Epcot changes, if they wanted to switch that up, I wouldn't be devastated, but I do. I think it's just, I love it. I would do it all the time. Yeah, absolutely. It is one of the best rides in all of Walt Disney world. In my opinion, hands down, Maddie, we'll go to you now out of all these options we had in the land and the seas. What are you picking as your favorite? So to go along with y'all, without a doubt, for me, is Soren too. Um, I just love Soren. It's so fun. It's one of those time. Even though they've changed it to me, it's like one of those timeless rides. It's it's just so enjoyable. And I think for me too, it's linked to a memory. Just one time I went years ago. Uh, the company my dad works for, they hosted an event at Epcot, and so all of us got to stay after park hours, and we rode Epcot, and we literally rode it like six times in a row. <laughs> and That's it was awesome. Just the funniest thing. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, the smells, and there's this candle company I know of who makes candles that smell like the smells in Soren. So definitely yes. check that out if you don't know about it. But yeah, I think it's yeah. just a classic ride. Oh yeah, I agree with everything that y'all have said about Soren, And I also picked Soren as my top for this area. But I will give a big shout out to Living With The Land because I think that would also be a very close runner up for me. And mostly because Living With The Land is one of those that there's usually not a long wait for it. But you really get to see some really cool stuff. Like more behind the scenes stuff is what I would say it's like. I mean, obviously it's not behind the scenes because it's part of the ride. But just getting to see those greenhouses and how that's what you, you know, what you'll be eating in the parks and stuff. I just think that's super cool. Maddie, do you have anything to add into that? Um, No, I was just going to ask, since we're talking about it, if, either of you know about that experience where you can like walk through the living with the land or correct me if I'm wrong, but I think there's an experience where you can eat there. So there is the behind the seeds tour. That's what it's called. I was trying to remember that you can walk through that area. And I don't, I don't know if it includes a dining experience with that one, but it's definitely worth, looking into because if you could eat something from straight from those gardens i think that would be really really cool and i don't think it's really expensive to go on that tour either i think it's actually pretty affordable so that might be something to do at some point as well i think some of the tours there are really cool shine do you have anything else to add with with excuse me living with the land since it is one of your favorites um, I'm looking up the behind the seeds tour. I'm trying to see if I can get some information real quick while we're on the subject. But I mean, I think it's just, I love the behind the scenes stuff. I love we like the, um, where we went to the, uh, DVC mm-hmm. and we got to go behind the scenes to find the van or whatever, even just getting to see that or going with living on the land and getting to see the greenhouses and the little fish farm that they have and like how all that works. I think it's just so nifty. It's so neat. Like, so I am a hundred percent. I'm in love with living with the land, but I think Soren still, I don't know. It has that thrill aspect to it of like you're flying, but it's pretty cool. No, I get it. And it's hard to beat such a great attraction like Soren, as good as living with the land is as cool as that experience is and you're right getting to do any kind of behind the scenes stuff is super cool one of the coolest experiences i ever had at disney was when i went and they had the express transportation available which is something you would add on you'd pay like 30 bucks for the week for it and they would take you to backstage areas to get onto a private bus pretty much where it's just you and maybe a couple other people and they would take you to another park and drop you off pretty much right in the middle of the park. But I got to see a ton of backstage stuff while I was back there. Of course they make you put your phone up, but yeah, you're right. I mean, anytime you can do anything like that, that is a super cool experience to have. So I'm glad that living with the land is definitely an honorable mention because I think it would be kind of sad if we, we didn't include it a little bit here, but Super glad. And we'll have to do that tour at some point too, because I think that would be 
something awesome and something we could do for the podcast. That'd be super cool. But now we will move on to World Showcase. So this is just right across the big lake there. All the different countries celebrating things from all around the world. So for here, I don't know how you guys did this, but I picked a restaurant, an attraction, and a favorite country. Maddie, we will start with you on this one. I don't know if you covered all of these same things as I did, but give us some of your favorite things about World Showcase. So I would have to say my favorite ride is probably the Frozen ride. <laughs> it, I So I never did the ride that it was before Frozen, so I, I, have, I can't compare it to that. But I think the Frozen ride is just really fun, and they did a great job of including that into the parks um, in a really good way. Like, it didn't take over that area, I felt. It just completely melds in, which I really appreciated. Um, and then one thing that I did for the first time about a week ago was in France, there's a Beauty and the Beast sing-along. I don't know if y'all have, have ever done it. I have not. It's, I mean, it, you know, it's simple. It's just a sing-along, but... It's so fun. You can just go in there and like have a good time, see clips of the movie, and just hear little kids singing Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> so it's really cute. Well, that is awesome. Yeah, that was something. I don't know if it was open when I went last time, but that's definitely something I would have done if it was I think it's pretty available. It's kind of new. Okay, so maybe it was not. Now, I can say this. I do agree with you on Frozen that it did a great job of not taking over that area and they just kind of blended it in really nicely. Of course, in the gift shop, they kind of slap you with the whole frozen <laughs> merchandise. But yes, I agree. Now I did ride the ride before that. It was called Maelstrom. And I could quite honestly say, I don't get why so many people are in love with that attraction. Cause I thought it was super weird and it was something that I just never really enjoyed that much so i definitely think frozen was a big upgrade to that ride i know that's kind of a hot take for some people but yeah maelstrom i was never really on board with so i agree with you that frozen is probably one of the best things in world showcase cheyenne we'll move on to you now what are some of your favorite things in world showcase so do you just i did the um attraction slash ride country and restaurant do you want all three of them because i got them absolutely go with it all right so my favorite attraction is the grand fiesta tour yeah with the three caballeros because listen let me tell you i'd never ridden it before and i got hype when i found out what it was I have never watched that cartoon. I had never seen those other two little birds, but it gave me serious Three Amigos vibes. The movie with um, Steve Martin. Yeah. And I was in love. Love that ride. The, it's like kind of a water ride. It's got the music, and it's in Mexico. Who doesn't love Mexico? Um, my favorite country is Canada. 
Okay. I really, I really like Canada. I liked it when we went. It was the Food and Wine Festival, and it also has my favorite two, quote unquote, restaurants. They have this place that serves apple-related stuff. Yes. I don't know the name of it, but do you know what I'm talking about? I do, yes. I had this frozen apple pie. It was fantastic. They also have, like, hard apple cider and beer, if you're into that. Um, And then they also have a good poutine place, like, right outside. So you can get your salty and your sweet. You know, right after one, right after another, and I don't know. I love me. I love me some Canada. I would love to go someday, but right now I'm just gonna settle for, you know, walking through it at the Epcot. Yeah, no, I I agree with that. Canada is a great place just in general, but it's a great country at World Showcase as well. Well, we will go to my picks now, and I think I might actually surprise some people here with my picks for the ride. I also picked the grand fiesta tour. Now, unlike my co-host, did you really? I did. Now I would have thought you'd pick frozen. Well, I've only been on frozen a handful of times. And like I said, it is a big upgrade, but I think it was such a big upgrade that people just flock there. And the line is so long. Sometimes it's just not worth it. I wrote it this last time. And I liked it and I got lucky because the cast member let me back on again right after I caught off. So I got to ride it twice and it was awesome. But yeah, no, the Grand Fiesta Tour is my favorite because like I was going to say, unlike my co-host, I have watched the Three Caballeros movie. There is a cartoon series on Disney+. Plus. There's only one season, but I just binge watched that not too long ago. So I love those characters. I think they are so fun and such a great little trio And so, yeah, I love that ride. I really do. And it's never really a long wait, which is always high up on my list if I can get on a ride super quickly. So, yeah, and it's just kind of relaxing and it's a good way to get off your feet for a while. So I love it. Favorite country. I said Italy. I love the restaurants that are in Italy, Via Napoli and Tutto Italiana. Both of those I've been to really good. I just love the atmosphere over there, too. I think it's super relaxing. The background music is super nice. So, yeah, I love always going through Italy. And then my favorite restaurant, I think, is where I'm going to get the most shock factor because I've been talking up a restaurant that's in World Showcase a lot, but I didn't pick it. I actually went with Spice Road Table, which is in Morocco. And a lot of people who might have talked to me recently might have thought that I was going to pick La Cellier, which is in Canada. And I do love La Cellier, one of my favorite meals I've ever had. But Spice Road Table, the experience was just second to none. I mean, you kind of sit out under this covered porch right on the water of the World Showcase. Like, I don't know what they call it, the lagoon, whatever. But it is so nice, especially if you get there at a really great time of the day, like me and my mom went to go eat there and it was kind of like seven ish. The sun wasn't all the way down yet, but it was kind of sunsetty and there was a nice breeze going underneath there. So, and the food was phenomenal. So the overall vibes from that restaurant just made it, I think 
so great. While at La Cellier, while it's really good, it's also really dark in there. I kind of felt like at times I was getting kind of not judged. I don't want to go that far, but definitely got some weirder looks there because there's a lot of people more in like those, you know, collared polos and stuff like that dressing up because it is a really nice restaurant. And there I was in gym shorts and a t-shirt eating, you know, this super nice steak. So, you know, the atmosphere is just a little bit more formal while Spice Row Table is very relaxed. So that's why I went with that one for this these purposes, picking favorites. So I will always go back to Spice Row Table if I get the chance. I really love that place. But now we will move on to kind of our final little category here, which is the upcoming things that Epcot has going on. So Epcot is going through some major renovations right now. Like I said at the beginning, it's kind of knocked it down for a lot of people, but there's also some really exciting things that are on their way. So we have coming to World Discovery. We have Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, a roller coaster based around Guardians of the Galaxy from Marvel. Then we have Play, which is kind of this play pavilion that's coming up pretty soon. And then Journey of Water, which is going to be in World Nature, where you can walk through like a Moana-themed maze of some sort, I think. It's an attraction based off of it. So that'll be really fun. And then in World Showcase coming soon, there will be the Ratatouille ride. I think it's like Remy's Adventure or something like that. And that's going to be super neat as well. But with all the exciting changes, I want to know what our favorite thing of that bunch is going to be. Cheyenne, we will start with you on this one. What is your favorite future Epcot project that's going on? So I love Moana. And so when I saw that they were adding something Moana themed, I literally screamed. Like, I love the water. I was raised around water. And now I live in Florida. And so every time that I go to the beach, I'm like, where the lime is the same as the sea, it calls me. Like, I just play that song over and over in my head. And so as much as I love Ratatouille and Guardians of the Galaxy, I think Moana is what I'm most excited for. And it's the first thing I'm going to drag myself on. Yeah, no, I think that's going to be a super cool attraction. And I'm super excited for that to open up and to see what that is going to be. Because they weren't, they didn't give too many details on it. But it does look super cool. Maddie, we'll move on to you now. What are you excited about for the future of Epcot? I'm most excited for Guardians of the Galaxy. I honestly think it's going to be such a game changer for Epcot. I I feel like it's going to be on the same level as Tower of Terror, like Thrill, um, Thrill level. So yeah, I mean, I love those movies in general too. They're just absolutely hilarious. So I think it's I think they're going to make it a really cool ride. Absolutely. I am in complete agreement with you, Maddie. I also picked Guardians of the Galaxy. I think Epcot is a park that needs more of those bigger rides. Like I said, this was very hard for me to pick because there's just not as many great rides. There's a lot of those smaller rides that are great, but it's definitely top heavy with Test Track and Frozen. And I think Guardians will help to kind of spread everybody out a little bit more. It's going to be the first, I think, backwards launch coaster is what they said. The ride vehicle looks super cool. 
and it's going to be like one of the most creative ride vehicles Disney has ever made. So I'm super excited to get on this ride and try it out once it once it happens. And I think, like you said, Maddie, it's going to really elevate the park a lot. But and of course, there's some other projects that were supposed to happen as well. Like with Mary Poppins, there was going to be an attraction and some other things like that. So unfortunately, due to COVID, those things kind of got pushed off a little bit more, which is sad. But hopefully we'll get the full picture of Epcot at some point. I don't think most of this is going to happen until next year or beyond. I know they've already started to push back a lot of opening dates, but I'm excited for the future of Epcot and I think it's going to turn it into a really, really great part. Well, Maddie, we want to thank you for hopping on today. This has been so much fun picking our favorite thing about Epcot and hopefully it'll inspire maybe some of our friends at home to want to hop on going or hop into Epcot and have some fun there going forward. Cheyenne, do you have anything to add before we close out? Yeah. So um, for those who don't know, we have a Facebook page now and we actually did a poll a couple of days ago about everybody's favorite Epcot insert here, attraction, yes. restaurant. Um, and so I have the results Ooh. in first place is Soren. No surprise. Ooh. No surprise. With six votes. And then the rest are all, like, there's a two-way tie for second, a two-way tie for third, and a one, two, three, four, five-way tie for fourth. Wow. So with three votes, we've got Test Track and Living with the Land. Again, not surprising. Um... With two votes, we've got the World Showcase in Spaceship Earth. And then in fourth, I'm mad about it, is Figment. Figment Ooh. deserves better, y'all. American Adventure, Mission Space, Frozen, and Grand Fiesta. I think my mom voted for Grand Fiesta Tour, which is right on brand with our family. I really appreciate your mom doing the Lord's work. But, yeah. Yeah. So I, if you guys like the polls, I'm sure we'll do them more often, especially since we're going through all four parks. I feel like everybody has an opinion on their favorite thing. Yeah, absolutely. We'll be running those every single, well, not every single week. I can't guarantee that. But every single time we have a topic like this coming up, we will ask the people in our Facebook community to respond because we want to know what you guys think. Like, we want to hear some other opinions and get those thoughts out there as well so if you want to join that just look up disney my way podcast on facebook and ask to join and one of our many admins will you know kind of look at your profile see if you make the qualifications to be in our highly exclusive group and we'll let it, you on it's one it's one question don't scare people away <laughs> but it's, <laughs> it's the most intimidating question of all though i don't even know what it is but I just know. It's I mean, it's the only it's the only one that matters. I don't want to spoil it. Yeah. You have to go. You have to go to Facebook and find it. Yeah, we'll just leave it at that. But we also have a Twitter page up as well, so you can follow that at DMW Pod, and then we will have an Instagram page coming out soon. And as for me, you can find me on Instagram at Lane the Main and on Twitter at at LBV nine seven Cheyenne. Where can our fine friends find you? 
So you can find me on Instagram at she underscore y underscore Ann and on Twitter at Cheyenne Taylor. I think it's just Cheyenne Taylor. I'm pretty basic. Just look up Cheyenne Taylor and follow all of them just to make sure you have every the right single one. one of them represent the Cheyennes of the world. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for this episode. We want to thank you guys for listening and supporting. We hope you guys have a magical rest of your day and we'll talk to you again real soon. 